everybody. This is Lisa. Welcome to another episode of Unfuck Your Life. This is the place where we take all of the lies, the misinformation, all of the crap that says that you are not the you that is you, that you don't deserve to have everything. We turn it upside down because the world is what you make of it. You get to create your life. Here's part of the drawing board and let's have at it. So really quick housekeeping, please take a moment and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate that. Thanks a lot. And now let's get into the juice of three ways to stop self-sabotage. Now, I know you guys are probably different than me, right? You probably never sabotaged yourself. You probably never do self-sabotage. Whereas there used to be a time when I think I spent the entire day bumping against self-sabotage, engaging in self-sabotage and things like that. And it's funny because I knew so many things. However, they were wired backwards in my brain. Anybody ever have that where down seems up and up seems down? And the body cannot hold two pieces of contrary information. So if you're trying to program yourself through talk, affirmation, self-hypnosis, all that great stuff that I am beautiful, I am powerful, and yet there's this thought about oh, you're so ugly, nobody believes in you, that kind of thing. That that affirmation, that new thought process, that I am, that is that I am, just can never take. Because your body will not hold two contrary beliefs. So there are three ways to work with this on the self-sabotage. And actually, it's not even just on the self-sabotage. This is your self-talk. This is your way of talking about yourself. This is you retraining yourself with the glorious, bodacious, fabulous being that you really be. Not the person that people told you that you weren't good enough at this. You weren't pretty enough. You weren't smart enough. You weren't, you weren't tall enough. You weren't short enough. You weren't thin enough. You weren't fat enough. The list goes on and on. Enough with the shit that other people have programmed, tried to program inside of us. And this is you. This is you taking care of you. We've heard it before on airplanes that you have to be selfish enough to put your own oxygen mask on yourself first before assisting others. Now, what they say is that put on your mask before assisting others. When we don't put ourselves first, then we use up all of our life force energy trying to assist other people. And what do you think happens to us in the progress, in the process? We become a much smaller, dilapidated, tired out, burned out, frustrated version of ourselves. Yeah. Anybody know what I'm talking about out there? So as I was thinking about this and I was thinking about all the years of classes that I have taken, all the money I've spent on classes, all the years of training and everything else where everybody's got a lot of the information and they always give just a little piece of it. 
And so on this short podcast, that's what I'll be doing too. I can only share a little bit of it and, and take it further. I've got a class coming up that I'll tell you about in a little while in the podcast at the end of the month where we're specifically addressing our self-talk, programming ourselves for success, where the body no longer is harboring the two contrary thoughts. That's the one that you wish for. And it comes from your eyes and from your heart and your smile and from your gut and your whole beingness. We can just see it, feel it, hear it, smell it, taste it about you. So let's get started. Three ways to stop self-sabotage. The first one is probably something that you're already aware of, and that is the words, the words that you are using. And these are the words that you're using to talk to yourself, your internal dialogue. If you listen to the 50th podcast, you'll know that I was talking about the toxic conversations that go on in most of our heads most of the time and changing that dialogue, changing that conversation changing that narrative. Because we all grew up learning sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Ah, what a crock of shit. If only it were true. And that could be true if we had everything up in place and we had this strong belief in ourselves. And it has been my experience that for most of us, that's not the case. And so what are these words that we're using? Often when I ask a client what it is that they want, what it is, what's the big dream, what they want their daily life to be like, what do they want a relation to be like, they often start with what they don't want. Okay, it's a starting place. And we're going to take that one step further with the self-sabotage because often are you prefacing all of your statements with I can't or I can, I am, I did it, it's done. Can you feel the difference? I can't. I can't stop everything in its tracks right away. The, the, the thought, the dream, everything hits that roadblock. Like it was hitting, like it was hitting a car or something. Like you're, you were in a car and you were hitting another car that you couldn't get to your destination because you ran into something. Things like I'll try. You know what I'll try means? Yeah, I'll try means no, it's not going to work. And I'll pretend that it is going to work, but it's not really going to work. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell you what you want to know. And I'm just fooling myself because I really don't think that I deserve it underneath it all. And oh, my beautiful, boisterous, gorgeous beings, you do, you do. Maybe I'll think about it. Maybe I'll think about doing it. Maybe I'll get started tomorrow. Anybody ever have that one? When I used to do visualize, when I first started with visualization, I was never doing it in the present, even though I'd been told to do it in the present. I just didn't quite have, didn't quite have it down. And I was always thinking that it was that future out there, that my future was so bright and I was never allowing it to come in, into this present moment. It was that one day, my, one day my prince will come, that sort of conversation. Anybody get that from one of the Disney movies? Or my favorite, I'm skeptical. You got to prove it to me. You know what? Healthy skepticism is really good. At what point, though, does skepticism work against you instead of with you? And this is where we're going to go into the next one, the next part of this, which is the mind-body-soul connection, because I want to bring that skepticism back again, because skepticism is like a double-edged sword 
that we can use for us. And most of us, though, use it to our detriment. We don't ever allow the good feeling thoughts, the, yeah, I'm really cool, I'm really smart. We don't allow that, yes, that I'm able to do this. Other people can do this, and so can I. Other people are special, and so am I. And so am I, and so am I. I do. It's done. I did it already. Here you go. Thank you. What can I do next? That kind of thing. So number two is the mind-body-soul connection. This is what we've heard, mind-body-soul. It's been around, gosh, when did I start down this process? I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or something like that. And I always talked about mind-body-soul. And I want to break that down just a little bit further. And what it is is that your mind, your brain thinks a thought. And your ego is driving the mind, it's driving the brain. And so it's just that conscious. It's just the ego. It's just what's on the very tip of the surface that has this thought. And that's just the tiniest percentage of you, anywhere between 5 and 10%, depending upon what the latest scientific readings, what science has decided, has recorded on how much of the brain that we're using, that is that conscious mind. And so that thought, that's just, it's just such a tiny bit compared to the other 90, 95%. And so just get a visual about that, about you trying to lift that Oh, great big, huge thing that's 10 times stronger than the thought that you're having. And oh, you're willing it. And even though there's words like I can't, you're still struggling and you're going to make it happen. And oh, it's so much. And here's a trick. Are you guys ready for this? This is a writer downer. So go ahead, grab a pen real quick. If you don't have one already, you can pause the podcast and grab something so that you can listen to this is that you're going to take that thought. You're going to take that thought and consciously on purpose, with intent, I want you to take it all the way down to your belly. So I can describe to you a little bit of the process, how it works and how this works for you, is that you imagine, you visualize, you pretend, you make it up, you practice, practice. Because that gut, your gut is the source of I am. Your solar plexus is the you that is you. It is your power center. It is no accident that it's also referred to to by exercise enthusiasts as your core. So you're going to take that thought that is active in the conscious mind and that 10% of you and on purpose, you are going to imagine, visualize, pretend, make it up, sending the thought all the way down to your gut. And as you do this and you practice, this will happen. And you register, I got it. You might hear it as a little, you might hear it, you might feel it, you might just know it. I got it. I got it. And now you're going to take that thought that has been strengthened by your gut and you're going to bring it up to your heart. That beautiful heart. You know how all of those people talk about how our hearts need to be opened? Yes, while all of they might be saying things to harm you, to hurt you, but you better have an open heart. You don't carry so much luggage. Don't block it all. You better have an open heart. 
And this is you, dear one. This is your thought. This is your dream to your beautiful, expansive, open heart. So you took the gut, you took the idea from your brain and you've traveled it down to your gut, the source that is you, your core, the I am of all I am's. This is your power center. And now that it's been strengthened, intensified, some will say by the subconscious mind, I like to say by the superconscious, because the superconscious is the all that is you. It encapsulates everything that is you. It is the cells in your body. And now you're consciously going to send that thought up to your heart, your beautiful, glorious, fabulous heart. And there's one more step. Are you ready for this? And now you take that thought, that idea, that hope, that dream, that I wish this could be true. How oh, I'm going to make this happen. And you take it up to your voice. Because your voice is your connection with your mind, body, and soul, whatever your voice is. And it flows through you. Because remember, 95%, 93% of communication is nonverbal. You had the thought, you took it down and strengthened it in your gut, you moved it up to your heart, and now it exudes from you. And this comes from your voice, which means it goes flows through your eyes, it flows through your heart, it flows through your head, it encapsulates all of your beingness. And everyone around you can't help but say, yeah. I want some of that too. Skeptical? Go back to step one. Skeptical, the words that you use. Maybe I'll try to do this, Lisa. I can't do it. That's too hard. I can't do that for 10 seconds, for 15 seconds, for 30 seconds, or anything like that. That's too much. It's too hard for me to do that. I'm skeptical. I don't think it's going to work. It sounds like a bunch of new agey bullshit. Maybe you'll think about doing it. You know what? I also maybe thought about doing this when I first heard about it. And then slowly, bit by bit, because I joined a class where they were doing it regularly. We do it three times a month, which is a lot more regular than no times a month. And we do it three times a month for just a couple of minutes. We're not talking hours, weeks, and days here together as a group. And now I'm more inclined. I remember and I do it more myself. So now you've got that thought that was created in your mind. You took it down to your gut with intention, with purpose. You visualize, you imagine, you pretended you made it up. You do the same thing to take it to your heart, that open, expansive, beautiful heart. Now you let it come out of your voice. I am beautiful. I am radiant. I attract a terrific partner. I have the very best friends. I love the work that I do. I love that my bank account grows. It's so easy for more money to show up in my field. Can you feel the difference? 
between just doing a series of affirmations. And this is what I'm going to be teaching you. So I'm going to take a minute before we go through the third step, just take just a moment to to tell you about the self-talk course, which is, of course, not called self-talk. It is called boisterous, bodacious, beautiful you because it's all about the self-talk baby. And we're going to go through this. I'm going to give you for two days, we're going to hang out together. I'm going to be giving you scripts. I'm going to be giving you affirmations. I'm going to be giving you the tools. And then we are going to be doing this. We're going to be doing the work. We're going to be practicing for seconds at a time. We're holding these ideas, these thoughts, and we're saying these for seconds at a time. And you can do this anywhere. A lot of clients do it while they're driving, sitting at stop signs, while you're in the bathroom. I love to do it while I'm out walking. What I have done is, because anybody who knows me knows I'm also an artist. I love color. I love things that sparkle. I love magic markers and any other kind of art supply that is on the planet. Trust me, I have a bunch and I don't even, I'm not even close to having everything. Even though my husband thinks I do, there's still so much more out there. What I do is I go to the Dollar Tree, go to the Dollar Store, and I buy index cards. And of course, there's those lovely white ones. I like the colorful ones with the yellow and the pink and the blues. And I love to write on those. And then I get some magic markers. And I myself really like the Sharpies because they're so bright and vibrant. And I don't, and they just seem to work so much better as I write my affirmation down on the card. And then at the Dollar Tree, there's also tons and tons of stickers. They have a crafting corner and everything else. And I put that on there because it makes me smile. And so now I'll see a colorful yellow card that might be have like orange uh, magic marker in writing on it. And then it's got a couple of stickers. Sometimes they're like 3D kind of stickers. And sometimes, the, what do they call those? Autocollants. And then sometimes they are just shimmery stickers. And maybe it's Mickey Mouse or Harry Potter, whatever I found on that particular day. And then as I am standing tall, I do those I am statements, affirmations, short, sweet, to the point, because you got this. And this is all part of what I will be teaching you on this two-day course on the 26th and the 27th of February. In the show notes, we'll put the link that you can check out the course. And there's lots of videos and stuff out on YouTube. And pay attention, my TikTok channel will be starting next week. And I'd love for you to get in on that. I love having followers and subscribers. So let's get back to number three. So the number three, putting all of this together is the self-love piece. Now you may have thought that it was covered with the body, the mind-body-soul connection where we do the mind, the gut, the heart, and the voice. And yes, that certainly is part of it. And this is the part that clicks it into place. We started with the words. We went with what are the thoughts how we move the thought through our body to have it come out of our voice. And now that self-love piece. Because many of us, not all of us, because I've heard great stories from some people where there is nothing but love, that they were filled with it. It's funny because I was watching, there was a documentary on Warren Buffett. 
I think it was called Becoming Warren Buffett. I don't remember exactly the title. But anyway, he was talking further on in that he had one or two sisters. And Warren Buffett was the genius of the family. He's the guy that made the money. He looked right at the camera and he said that his sister, sisters were every bit as smart, as capable, as able, as talented. Use every single verb you can use, adjective, adverb to describe this. He said they had it all too, just like he did. He was the one that got the message. Did you hear that? He was the one that got the message. That programming, that self-love programming, because that's all hypnosis is. That's all self-talk is it's programming. It's learning. It's, it's reinforcing for you the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions that you choose to have for yourself, creating your world, your space, your day, your life, your relationships, as opposed to reacting to all the bullshit that's out there on a daily basis. It's like dodging bullets nonstop. He said that his sisters were every bit as capable. He was the one that received the message. So it doesn't matter what message you received, what message you didn't receive. You get to be the creator, the director, the leading star, the writer, the producer. It's your production. This is your life. This is your world, and it's not what other people tell you it is. If you choose, I said, if you choose, this self-love component, I can remember back to seventh grade, and I don't know why our teacher got on this rant. And anyway, she asked all of us, we're just sitting there in class, doing whatever it is that we were doing. And she goes, do you love yourselves? And I was sitting there going, okay, this sounds like a trap. I'm supposed to say I love myself. I don't know if I really had trash that was going on. And she said, no, if you love yourself, it means that you are stuck up. You are conceited. You are stuck on yourself. You are selfish. Wow. And I remember as a kid thinking, wow, this doesn't quite feel sound right. She's a teacher. I'm just this kid in the class. Self-love is your right. It is your birthright. It is you. And that self-love in ourselves, that's the putting your oxygen mask on first and then helping those around you. Because you put the oxygen in your body, you filled your beautiful, bodacious body with the fuel, the thoughts, the loves, the emotions, the words, the feelings, the intent, the knowingness, your Conscious is co connected to your superconscious mind. That 10% of you on a daily basis is channeling all that you wish. And the self love begins with your breath, the breath that is that adds the life force energy to your body. Ah, there's a lot of classes that teach breath out there, and all of them are fabulous. They are all fabulous. 
As I teach breath work, it is inhale through the nose, your mouth is closed and you inhale through the nose and you expand out your gut, you expand out your diaphragm, you really push that out as you are inhaling and really push that out. Because when you breathe all the way down, your diaphragm, your gut, your belly goes out. This is sending oxygen to all the cells of your body. And the cells of your body are recreating. Every three days, you're getting all new dancing cells. And so you give them the life force energy with that breath, that oxygenated breath. And then as you exhale, you've counted to three, the mental count of three, you've held that breath. And as you exhale, you purse your lips and you blow out so slowly like you were blowing through a straw. You've done this. Remember when you were a kid, you had a straw in your mouth and you blew it around and you blow. And you inhale again. Diaphragm goes out. You hold that breath to the mental count of three. And you exhale. And now, after you've done that three times, and now you're going to bring that vision that thought that was in your mind that you took down to your gut, you brought up through your heart, you let out through your voice, and now here it is, and you're holding this vision of you for 30 seconds, you proud, you standing tall. Feel the energy of that. Your shoulders are back. Your chin is up. The life force energy is shining out of your eyes, glowing through your skin, shining through your hair. Hold it for 10 seconds. And then after you've done that, you do a few breaths again. You shake it off a little bit. You go back in, you do it again. See if you can hold it for 20 seconds. Then do it again and see if you can hold it for 30 because these are the seconds that make up the difference in your life. Abraham Hicks said in their book, wrote in their book, Ask and It Is Given, that a thought held for 17 seconds automatically attracts a similar thought. So now your body is oxygenated. You've got I am, I do, I can, I get it done. It's done. It's completed. I did it. You've got that thought going. Then it went from your brain to your gut to your heart out of your voice. And now it grabs another thought that's similar in vibration. 17 and 17. And then after you hold, that's 34 seconds. And after you do that, it attracts another thought. And then another thought. And this 68 seconds, one minute, eight seconds. You do the nanoseconds, 68 seconds of that high vibration, that gut feeling, that you that is you, that you creating your life, the I am, I can, I do, I did. Counteracts nearly an entire day's worth of all that crappy thinking, and you build a habit. And you consciously build the habit. And you do this daily. And you do it a few times during the day. Maybe you set an alarm alert on your phone. 
Maybe you have it scheduled in your calendar. Maybe you and a friend, a girlfriend, or someone else, you guys do this together. And then, someday, and it seems as if by magic, and the magic is that you aligned, you were congruent, you followed through, you put yourself first. You used your words. You made the mind-body-soul connection by having the thought go to your gut, through your, to your heart, out your voice. And you held that vision, that self-love vision for just those seconds. And that habit all of a sudden becomes permanent without effort, without trying, without forcing. This is the power that is you. And it's not just one of you. It's all of you. Saying that everyone is special is not saying that everyone, that no one is special. Saying everyone is special is saying that everyone is special, unique, beautiful, gorgeous, talented, amazing. And that's the world I choose to live in. That's the world that you're dying for, or you wouldn't be listening to a podcast. Especially one called Unfuck Your Life. So I'm going to mention it again really quickly, that class at the end of the month where I walk you through this step by step and you have experiences of doing this and we create a community around this. Boisterous, bodacious, beautiful you. Ah, the triple B effect. Yeah, I like that. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I really want to know what else you you want to hear about, what you want to talk about. And uh, reach me. Reach out to me on Facebook. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. And you know what? Soon you'll find me on TikTok. And, and don't forget my website, lisagrundon.com. So once again, could you hit that subscribe button? And I would love to see you in the class on the 26th and the 27th of February. The 28th is my anniversary. Woohoo! So till next time, beautiful, beautiful, bodacious ladies, have a fucking good time and enjoy your life. See you soon. You have fun. You feel empowered. You feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrunden.com, L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N.com.